It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But I got you, bro. L. I almost broke a blood vessel listening to Elliot. Two o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is Marks and Reese, and today it is Joe Giglio and Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, how you doing today? Just a couple football guys. That's it. Ready to talk football. On a day where I think everyone in this city is excited, Elliot. Yes, yeah, so Marks and Reese, we're in for those guys. It's, it's the... Uh, it's the union Philadelphia's been waiting for. Are the the top, would you say top football minds at Philadelphia? It's the show everyone yeah. on Twitter is excited for. That is absolutely, absolutely true. And you yeah. know what? Everyone, speaking of that, everyone on Twitter, and I think outside of Twitter, is excited today, uh, Elliot, because around 10.30 today we saw this, the news that the Eagles had signed James Bradbury. One year, $10 yeah. million. I mean, let, let's just jump off with this because it's the biggest story of the day in Philadelphia. It's It feels like maybe the cherry on top of an incredible offseason for Howie Roseman. And it really it solidifies what what the Eagles have done here, which is put a ton around Jalen Hurts. James Bradbury, I know he got cut by the Giants, but there's still a good player in there. Yeah, so there's a lot to take away from this, a lot on, on a large scale, which I know we'll definitely get into how it impacts Jalen Hurts because everything's about the quarterback. But let's not brush over what a good player Bradbury is and what he's going to do for this defense. If you look at Bradbury, two years ago he was a Pro Bowl cornerback. Last year, bit of a down year, but he played on a terrible Giants team. It was kind of tough to be a corner on a terrible team and really stand out. But since he's been drafted, he's been one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. When he was with the Panthers to begin his career, he played in the NFC South at a time where arguably the best receivers in the NFL were in that division. Julio, Mike Jones, Michael, uh, not Mike Jones, Mike Evans, uh, Michael Thomas. Like he went against really good receivers every week when he was with the Panthers and he shut them down. That's why he got paid such a big deal by the Giants when he hit free agency. So to be able to get him at this stage of uh, the free agency process, it's rare to get a player of this caliber this deep into free agency, and he's going to help the team in a lot of ways. He makes the number two cornerback spot way better, obviously. You look at what they had there. He now steps in, and he's one of the better number two cornerbacks in the league. But the other benefit he brings is if Darius Slay, you know, God forbid, were to go now with an injury, 
you now have two number one corners on your roster. I think Slay is more of a top-end corner right now, but Bradbury has that same type of go out there, line up from C.D. Lamb, and shut him down. Like, Bradbury can do that, and he's familiar He's familiar with the receivers, having played in the division for two years. So one year, $10 million, they'll stretch that out. The cap, it'll be really small. But, yeah, this is a a, a home run signing by Howie. Yeah, and it, it changes their defense, and it adds another, I mean, legitimate playmaker to the defense. And last year, the defense didn't have those guys. I mean, they just, mm-hmm. other than Slay, there was really no one that could make a play on defense. And now you go out and they got Hassan Reddick. They obviously got Jordan Davis, who's not so much a playmaker, but a guy that makes everyone better in the middle, Nicole B. Dean, who everyone loves. Yeah. Now Darius Slay. Here's what I thought of this morning when I saw this. This reminds me, I know it's a different part of the offseason, but this reminds me of the Alshon Jeffrey signing from the Bears in 2017. Mm-hmm. You know, one year, $10 million for a former star player that maybe, what you know, I don't know what happened with the Giants last year. Obviously, he wasn't quite as good last year. He got cut. They, they couldn't trade him. It's kind of like Alshon, who, you know, had that tough year with the Bears, had hamstring issues, got suspended, and was like, all right, is this guy good anymore? And it's like almost like a buy low, and it's a win-win because he's probably going to – I mean, he's playing for his next contract, whether it's here with the Eagles Which or it's somewhere else. He's going yep. you know, He's playing for a contract. He's still only 28. It's not like he's old, right? He's, he's still in his 20s. And it, it just it adds something, and it's not a, a big long-term limit. This reminds me of when they signed Alshon in 2017. So I think there's definitely some parallels to that, especially in the way that the Eagles were kind of all in, you know, with Carson, especially at that point, just trying to put talent around him. It in some ways reminds me of the A.J. Uh, Brown trade from earlier this offseason because it's a piece that you put on the defense. Obviously, A.J. Brown was on the offense, but everything clicks, right? When they brought in A.J. Brown, it was like, okay, Devontae is a number two receiver is really good. Quez, now he's your slot guy. That's way better than having to count him on the outside. Like, the offense kind of fit together. You put Bradbury on this defense, and things click. Like, all of a sudden, you look in the secondary, and you go, it's a strength. They're they're top three corners, Slay, Bradbury, and Avante Maddox uh, in the nickel. There's not many teams with a starting three set of uh, trio of corners better than those three. They absolutely have to work at safety, no question about it. But when your corners are that good, the the impact on the safeties don't matter as much. You don't need impact players at safety. So you look at the three levels of the defense. On the defensive line, you think the pressure will be better. But again, the coverage will be better, which is going to help the defensive line. The linebackers, Kaiser White and Kobe Dean, I think they've definitely upgraded there. You're right. Like Jonathan Gannon gets a lot of buzz around the league. He got interviewed as a head coach. I know we have certainly debated him, and I, I'm higher on Gannon than most. But he has all the talent in the world now to go out there and make this an elite-level defense. Yeah, and, and you think about it. The one thing that I think cemented for me today, and, and the A.J. Brown thing, you know, the trade and the signing of him added to it too, Elliot, they're not wasting what they have right now. The Eagles have one of the best advantages in the NFL right now. They have a cheap productive young quarterback that they, they know they can win games with. They will see how, how many games they can win with Jalen Hurts, but they know they can win with them. They went to the playoffs last year. They're not wasting them. That makes me excited. Like they, yeah. They're in a window right now. We see it every we see it all the time in the NFL. Teams have these young quarterbacks. They draft them. They can win with them, and then three years later they have to pay them, and then it's harder to put players around them. Jalen Hurts makes nothing. I mean, compared to every other makes NFL It's a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like a million and a half. Just to put that in perspective, I mean, Deshaun Watson is going to make 50 on the cap next year. Like, yeah. Jalen Hurts makes one. So this is what you do. Like, I'm excited because the Eagles are taking advantage of their window to win with Jalen Hurts. And it's interesting because when you look at this offseason, the Eagles have said it last year, they said it this year, kind of like they're always going to be all in, quote unquote, but of course they're going to look to the future. 
they've been a lot more all in than I think people really realize. Like, to your point, this is what you do. This is how you build a roster when you have a quarterback you believe in, right? You go out and you add a piece yep. on offense. You add a $10 million one-year corner. You go up and you trade for, you know, Jordan Davis, kind of a win-now player in the way that his floor is really high. N'Kobe Dean. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of moves. Every move, really, this offseason outside of the trade with the Saints to, to push a pick into next year has been a win-now move. Yeah, and now the expectations get raised. 215-592-9494 as we react to the James Bradbury signing. And now, Elliot, the expectations for this team. But it all kind of comes back to Jalen It Hurts. always comes back it, to Jalen. It's, it's coming back it's to It's always the about the quarterback in this city. We know that. It is. And and now there, there are real expectations both internally and outside. It's not just us. Like you know, We do this, right? We overhype the team you know, that we talk about them every day. But you, you, I'm, you're starting to see it. Like Expectations for the Eagles are everywhere. And yeah. that's not going to get quieter as we get closer closer this season and it all is going to come back to how you know what Jalen Hurts has to do to to be the guy here for a long time yeah so I said this yesterday and the Bradbury signing really just kind of hammered it home for me I think the expectation for Jalen is, is pretty clear Jalen has to win a playoff game next year point blank period this team has to win a playoff game with Jalen as the quarterback if he wants to be back as the quarterback in 2023 and I think there's a lot of kind of extenuating circumstances that that lead me to that a, so this is Jalen's second year as a starter, and he should be treated as such. I don't think that first year should count as him as a starter. But what it means is, at the end of this year, his contract, he, he is up, right? Like, there's a fourth year on the deal, but he is due, he is able to get an extension after yeah. this year. The Eagles have to decide if they're going to pay him. The other thing is, the Eagles do have a loaded roster. They have A.J. Brown. They have Devontae Smith. Like, they have built this roster to win. And if this year Jalen is not the quarterback for them to win a playoff game— I don't see how you bring him back in 2023. Like, especially when you have the two first-round picks next year. You have cap space to go out and do something. Like, fair or not, and I think it's probably closer to the unfair, Jalen has to win a playoff game this year. And if he doesn't, like, sorry, I think that the Eagles are going to seriously explore moving on. So I disagree with that, and, and I, I don't think that should be the bar. Now, I, I will agree with you that if he does win a playoff game, like, he's back, right? If he Absolutely. Wins, yeah, if he, they win a playoff game, and look, I think that he might. But you're right. If he wins a playoff game, he's definitely he's back. back. But I don't think it has to be that. I think he has to show more consistency. He used that word last week when he talked consistency. And they have to be a good team. Like, I mean, once you get to the playoffs, I don't want to excuse. Like, he can't play bad in a playoff game. But if they get to the playoffs and they lose to the Packers and they have a, you know, they lose the first round game to the Packers or the Rams or something like that, I don't think it means they're good. They should move on from Jalen Hurts. He needs to get them there. I mean, that that expectation. But he got feels, them there last year. I know. And he didn't play well in the playoffs, and it changed everybody's perception. Like, I get what you're saying about the regular season and it mattering but the bottom line is great quarterbacks win in the playoffs like that's where great quarterbacks yeah. are and that he doesn't have to win a Super Bowl this year he doesn't have to go to the conference championship game I just need to see that with this talent around him in that spot he can perform because he didn't against Tampa see what I need to see is I need to, and I think the Eagles would, would need this too to, to believe he could be the guy year in year out that you win football games with like I I, I think there's still a lot the question's out can they do it every year with Jalen Hurts last year was a weird year they ran the football a lot I mean look the Eagles paid their last quarterback we remember that guy they paid him and he hadn't even played in a playoff game and they game. shouldn't have paid well, him I agree at the with time that. we both said that was a mistake I'm not paying until I see that I can win with somebody and you had not seen I know in 2017 he played well but in 2018 he did not right like so I don't think there's a benefit in paying somebody early 
unless you know you can win with them. I, I need to – this season, they've given Jalen Hurts enough to take a leap. He's got to do that. And he has to show everyone, show the Eagles, that he's their quarterback for a long time, that you can win with him for a while. That means staying healthy. That's a big part for me because last year I, – I mean, I worry about his durability. But I, he's got to stay healthy. He has to get him to the playoffs, and he has to play well in the playoffs. Like, if they lose a shootout in the playoffs – and they lose. But 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 don't you want him to win that shootout? Of course I and do. And the other thing is, let's talk – this brings back to Bradbury, right? And there's certainly pressure on Gannon to show that his defense can stop elite quarterbacks. He has shown that they can dominate bad ones. He needs to show that he can, you know, stop elite quarterbacks. But bottom line is, is does this defense to you look like one that's going to be a major issue? Like, you're right. It's possible they have a bad game. But ultimately, it's not like he's going into the season with slop on defense and slop on offense. Like, anything could happen. But we would all, I think we would both agree the offense and the defense has a ton of talent on it. Well, let me throw this at you, and then we'll go to the phone lines here. 215-592-9494. Okay, so the Eagles we know have the hedge on Jalen Hurts. Right? They have two first-round picks next year. Right. If they get to the playoffs, like anything less than the playoffs, anything less than a good season is going to be a major disappointment. But your your, your bar you're setting for Jalen Hurts is they have to win a playoff. They game. have to win a playoff yeah. game, and I'm saying that's that's too high of a bar. I would go under that. I don't think he has to. Well, win then a playoff obviously game. you don't think the team or him is that good. Well, I think they're good, but things. Well, happen. you must not. Things. If they don't win one, if you don't think they're going to win one playoff game, then you clearly don't think the quarterback of the team. But is I that think good. this is the beginning of a window, and you could say it started last year or it starts now. And I just I don't see why they would cut that window and change that window based on a, a playoff loss. Like, because it would have been two years without a playoff. Match. Understood. But let's say they get to the playoffs, they lose, and, and your thought is they should move on or they will move on. Well, who are they replacing with? They, who's the veteran that's going to take them higher? Or they're drafting a kid, and then you're going to go into 2023 with a rookie quarterback with a loaded roster. That's, that's, is that going to be a Super Bowl team? Like, I feel like he's their best option as long as they keep moving forward. So I went and I did some research on quarterbacks over the last few years, the last two years, guys that have been – Top 15 in the league. Guys that have either been top 15 in passing yards or top 15 in passer rating. Mm -hmm. Do you want to hear the list of the guys that did win a playoff game in their first two years as a starter? I'd love to. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Garoppolo, Wilson, Watson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Roethlisberger, and Jared Goff. Those are guys for the most part. Uh, Goff Besides maybe Goff not. would yeah. be the only one. The rest of them are worth max money as a quarterback. And Goff to get to a Super Bowl. Like he's, yeah. not, he's not as the bum people make him out to be. Now, here's the guys that have been top 15 in the NFL that didn't win a playoff game their first two years. Herbert, Stafford, Tannehill, Carr, Prescott, Cousins, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, Bridgewater, Wentz, and Baker Mayfield. I, there's more in that group that worry you, like the Baker a lot and the Wentz, more, right? Like but one, some, but one list is considerably better than the other. I agree, but you know what? They're, they're, the Dax, Dax, a good quarterback. Like, like there's some good do quarterbacks. Do you think Dax worth the max money he gets? I do not think Dax worth max okay. money. Okay, but he's a good quarterback. That that I think if if Jalen turns into Dak, I think this city's going to be okay with that. Yeah, I think that's a good outcome. Yeah. But the point I'm making is with quarterbacks generally. It's early. Like, it's it, early. It you can early. tell early on. And I think last year was a success for Jalen. Absolutely. The fact that, look, their over-under was, what, six and a half? They won nine games mm-hmm. and they sat like starters. So, clearly, they they last year was a success. This year, it's pretty clear. They have to win a playoff game. It's not a successful year if he doesn't. And if you go two years with him as your quarterback not winning a playoff game, you have to explore other options. It's 215-592-9494. That is how you hop in. The reaction to the James Bradbury signing, and now the new bar is set for Jalen Hurts. Elliott says he has to win a playoff game to be back in 2023. I do not have that as the bar. I feel like that's a little too high. Dimitri is in Philadelphia. Hey, Dimitri. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, fellas? What up, man? What's up, Dimitri? First of all, Elliot, I got to ask you something. Ask do me. they do pre-employment drug tests at WIP? Oh, Absolutely. 
Okay, well, are you sure you're clean? Because <laughs> I am sure, yes. I mean, Elliot's been okay. around. He's been here a while now. They don't, they don't screen us all yeah, the time. I'm too to scared to do yeah. drugs, to be honest. But, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Miami kind of messed up his brain a little bit. Maybe yeah, yeah that's true. It was know. a long weekend in Miami, Dimitri. That is a fair <laughs> point. What is it with these expectations for Jalen Hurts? Every single quarterback that you named that won a playoff game, you said Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, uh, who was it? Who else? Give me the first five that you named. Brady, Mahomes, Burrow, Rogers, Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. Oh, I'll keep going okay. if you want. Watson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yeah. A good five of those quarterbacks had a top five defense, right? A mm-hmm. good, a good. A we'll good, have to I go back and look, seven. but yeah. Well, Mahomes uh, didn't Manning, win with defense early on in his career, if I'm not mistaken. No, he didn't. Manning have. didn't win a playoff game until his sixth year. Right, right. but that was like Herbert 30 years ago. He made the playoffs. Yeah. These expectations for him to win one. No, no, no. That bar is way But can too I ask you, high. Dimitri, why why is why is the bar being set high a bad thing for Jalen? Like one playoff win. That's not asking a ton. And do you agree that this roster is way better than it was last year? Oh, one hundred percent. And they were a playoff team all, last year. Winning a playoff game is not easy. No, it's, it's not. not. And winning a playoff game is not easy. It's a reason why Peyton Manning, who many consider probably what, top five quarterback, greatest quarterbacks of all time, yep. didn't win a playoff game until his sixth year. His yeah, but I think that's year. a bit of an exception to the rule. And you're, it's a good point to bring up. And you're right. There is there is a chance that ultimately, wh- whoever, right, two, two, three, four years, they become better later on in their career. But to your point about being a high bar, it's a high bar because the Eagles have to make a big commitment to him after this season, right? Like, this is not his rookie year. They don't have him under contract at a decent rate for four more years. They're going to have to decide if they want to pay him at the end of this year. So, yeah, you're right. If I'm going to cut this guy a check to make him the franchise quarterback, the bar is high for that, from my opinion. And, Demetri, we appreciate it. And now that part you bring up I think is really interesting because that, that might be the Eagles' bar if they're going to pay him or yeah, not. Yeah, it should be. Now, but, but there is, I mean, and, and you know, we don't want to get bogged down with the contract stuff, but there is another part to this, right? They don't have to pay him after this year. Like, they could they could drag this out one more year. They yeah, could. Yeah, but when have we ever seen the Eagles well, handle something never. like that? They usually, they usually, when they want someone around, they pay him early rather than late. And, and to people that will bring up Carson— they shouldn't have paid Carson. I mean, I, I agree the football with guys around there. here told you. Yes, I agree with everybody out there. I would not have paid Carson when they paid him. So I, I can't use that mistake as a justification to potentially make another one. It might not be. They could win a playoff game, like all those things. But that's what I need to see in order to feel like I'm confident Jalen's the guy moving forward. Yeah, I, I need to see him be more consistent, take a leap. Like he had a 61 or so percent percent completion percentage. Mm-hmm. That's got to be closer to 65 this year. He threw for what? How many touchdowns did he throw? 16. 16. And he ran for 10. Like and he, now he missed two games. Right. I mean, so. he's got to be in the. Th- he's got to be well over 30 in terms of total touchdowns, rushing. I, I, you know, it's always weird to guess his passing because he runs a lot. But he's got to be well over 30, and they've got to win. And then I. I, if they get to the playoffs and they look like a team on the on the precipice of making deep run, he's my quarterback for 2023 and beyond. OG Wade is in Chester. OG, what's up? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? How you feeling, what up, OG? OG? Good to talk to you, what's man. What's up, E? What up, hey, man? Listen, man. I I'm, I agree with you, E. I got and Thank I got to tell you. And 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 here's my thing, though, Joe. I'm not saying that he has to win that to stay. I'm saying that. Why can't he do something that's hard? If we, if yes. I think he's the Duke, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a great player. Why does it have to be? Well, it's not easy to win a player. Oh, we know that. But if Jalen Hurts is worth the salt on his back, he should be able to go out there and win a, 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 a playoff game. Why? Well, gee, I agree why, with you. I, I think he could. I no, mean, I, I, I I'm not ruling it out. I, listen, the only reason why I say this is check this part out. When Jalen Hurts is surrounded with the with the type of weapons that he's around right now, 
that's that's like when he was in college when he was uh, what thirty something and and four. I mean, it's yeah. like that helps you win the game. Jalen Hurts is not going to go out and win games by himself. It's going to take the defense. I, I said this in the, in the at the end of the season. Just don't let Jalen Hurts have to come out of that tunnel and on his brain he's got to think about. In order for us to win, we got to put up thirty points. I just don't want my defense giving up thirty. I know Jalen Hurts can get us these W's. But every game, he shouldn't have to say, okay, our defense is going to give up 30, so we got to score 31 or more. That was my biggest problem with us last year. Jalen Hurts, if you examine this, this schedule and everything I went, and I said this to you, Jalen, not one game that we lost last year that we lost because of Jalen. That's what well, I'm that's saying. Not now, the, the, the Giants no, game. The Giants. The Giants. Okay, now, and I said this to you. When you said the Giants game, go to the Giants game. Now, if, if uh, Jalen Rager catch either one of those uh, t- those balls, don't we win them games? All right, but didn't he throw game? four interceptions in that game? Three. I think it was three. three. Okay, three. Three, three interceptions. Three. Yeah. But out of the three he threw, none of them turned into points. And I'm not saying that it was good. I'm saying he played a bad game that game. But he still gave us a chance yeah, to win that right, game. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I That's thought it was I'm good that he was that. able to lead them down at the end of the game. I agree with you Especially when he was on yeah. a bad – that was when his ankles hurt, which was kind yep. of amazing. Well, really really good. He hurt it, and, yeah. and then the other thing is this here is, like, this guy is basically – he knows what he's up against. I'm not thinking – I don't – everybody saying Jalen Hurts have no excuses. He never did have any. Every game we lost, he said it was on him. Every game we won, he said it was the team. So – Pressure ain't going to break this dude. Well, I think we this agree game, on that, Wade. But pressure won't break, this, this, and he'll be ready. Yeah. Like, and way we appreciate. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind, Jalen Hurts is going to be ready to go. It's a matter of can they win as much as as they need to. That's the question. And let's be real, the amount they need to win is in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs last year. They played a playoff game. There's not that excuse. He has playoff experience. You got to go out and win next year, especially. And I think OG made a good point. Like. It's not supposed to be easy. Getting a franchise quarterback contract is not supposed to be easy. It's unfortunate that for other that for other quarterbacks it has been easy, but like bottom line is where Jalen is at, that's what I think is going to have to happen for them to commit to him. Yeah, I need to see more growth, consistency, get back to the playoffs, play well in the playoffs because he didn't play well in that playoff game. And then and and I want to I want to walk away after next year feel like they're on their way to a Super Bowl because I don't think people felt that after the Tampa game. In fact, most people think they stink. No, it was they extremely deflating. Yes. I, I think if they don't play that playoff game, people feel a lot better about the oh, team yeah. than they do now. They, there's no question. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Joe Giulio and Elliot Shore Parks in for Marks and Reese on this Wednesday. On the other side, we'll get to all your calls. What What's your reaction to the James Bradbury signing? Do you think they can win the division now? And does Jalen Hurts now need a win in a playoff game, as Elliot says, in order for him to be back as the Eagles quarterback next year? Get it now. 215-592-9494. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Do you have a roster? I realize it's not complete. There's still some mm-hmm. things to do. Definitely. Do you have a roster right now that you think could compete for a championship? Man, I'm, we're not getting into this in May. Don't, we don't have do that. To. Don't do it's that. Don't what do that. It's I look all at about a roster this, and Howie. all I'm thinking about is how we can keep improved. We'll talk in September. Right. Andrew, I'm going to tell you one more thing, man. Yep. You and I. Yep. You and I, right? Like, we've been together a long time. Yes. I, I'm not going to be perfect, but I got you, bro. I got you. I promise. I got you. <laughs> right? It. Right? You want the one? Yep. I got you. I okay. got you. Have a little faith. Have a little trust. 
He's got you. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio and Elliot Shore Parks in for Marks and Reese on this Wednesday. I mean, Angelo's right. I mean, it is all about do you have a team good enough to win a championship? That's all that matters around here. Yeah, I think at this point, anybody that says Howie isn't a great GM is just being intentionally ignorant. Oh, ridiculous. And it's, and it's clear, like, I don't think it's close. He's easily the best general manager in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've been saying this. He's way better than Daryl Morey. Yeah, he's way better than whoever you think is, too. I mean, Dave Dabrowski's won World Series. Not that he's done much in Philadelphie, but, like, it's easily Howie at one. Easily. If Howie made a trade that panned out as poorly as the Harden one did, I mean, people, like, focus on the Reger thing, right? Like, the DK thing. Yep. The Harden trade, which, look, I thought it was a great trade. I've been in on Harden all those things. Bottom line is they're the GM and results matter for them. The Harden trade's a disaster. Elliot, they had balloons at the press conference as if they had a coronation. Like it was was a parade for James Harden, and he never wants him out now. It just shows the pressure Howie's under is not even comparable to what other GMs in this city deal with. No question. 215-592-949. Back to the phone lines here. Reaction to the Bradbury signing. Eagles get James Bradbury this morning. One year, $10 million. And then Elliot now believes it's a playoff win or else for Jalen Hurts as far as his future with the Eagles. I would not go that far. I don't think Jalen Hurts has to win a playoff game to be the Eagles quarterback moving forward. CJ is up on WIP. Hey, CJ. What's good? Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. What up, CJ? Good to hear from you. You just had you just had got married or you just did the bachelor with you? Just did the bachelor. Just got married. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Thank you. I think you're still hung over though. Because, <laughs> because you're trying to deflect on who the pressure is really finna be on. The pressure's finna be on Gannon. I think that's a good point. Because you're saying like you uh... your worst. Well, let me take away you said take away his first season, right, as a quarterback. Yeah, the so one where Carson was here. Yeah. Exactly. You said take away his first season. Cool. And last year, everybody will admit we overachieved, right? Definitely. Yep. I mean, yeah. they were CJ. They were projected to win six and a half games. They won nine. They overachieved. So, so you want to take away his first season? You make him a second year quarterback, and now you want to say, "Hey, because he overachieved, I'm gonna hold that against you." So now you got to win it. No, what but, I'm saying is the roster. The roster the Eagles have is good enough to advance in the playoffs. And you're right that the pressure's on Gannon as well. I actually did want to wanted to get into no, that as that's well. Who the main pressure is on. No, no, the main pressure is on Hertz because Hertz is the one that's due a contract at the end of the season. That adds to the pressure. And he's the quarterback. That's just how it goes. Like the roster can be great. And now the roster wasn't great in 2020, but the main reason the roster struggled in 2020 was because Carson was one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. If Jalen plays, I don't know, 30 or 40% better than he did last year, they are going to win a playoff game. Like this roster is good enough because they'll be at home for this game, I think. So I think that he can win it. But if they don't win a playoff game this year, that is a disappointment, and you have to consider then: is the right is the is the quarterback the right person moving forward? Because 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 they not, he, he said Peyton took six years, right? We're talking about Drew years. Drew Brees took six years. So just the thing about it: Jalen's contract can come up, and they can franchise. Him. They can yeah, but, franchise. Hey, but do you want to wait six years to find out? Lower, like, no, they can I'm... lower. They can lower his contract. He can be signed to a lower-tier contract if they say, hey, he's not one of these contracts that we're going to give gigantic money to. There's other plays. I think Jalen is going to make moves, and I haven't been the biggest hurt supporter. I know, yeah. Of like, hey, this question's there. I, I'm, hey, I'll admit, I, just like with Howie, I'll give Howie his point, his credit. Hey, he's done better this season. But you can't say, oh, you just said, oh, he's the best GM in Philly. That's not saying a lot. You're judging him amongst the worst. Well, I mean, to be but to be fair, CJ, I mean, CJ, we appreciate it. I mean, 
Dave Dabrowski's won World Series. He's the GM of the Phillies. And and Daryl Morey has has won a lot of games. And like he's, he's viewed as one of the better yeah. general managers in the NBA. I think it is saying something. Like, we don't have, like, guys you never heard of here in Philadelphia. I mean, there, there's some GMs that have done a lot here. Our Twitter question here brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Support the home team and shop Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville, Montgomeryville for the best selection of graduation presents in the area. Online, marksifajewelers.com. Do you believe the Eagles are going to win the division now? Elliot, early on, yes, no, 82% are on, yes. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah, that, that. They must have been drinking that Ike no, juice. They're not drinking Ike juice. They're, they're just excited. Well, I think they're going to win the division. I think Dallas had an awful offseason. Yeah, I mean, I think it was around maybe March, early April. I tweeted I thought the Eagles were in line for a big step back. That's not happening. Well, the roster's changed the a roster lot The roster has changed a lot since then. When you look at the roster, I mean, we could stack it up position by position right now if we wanted, but the Eagles have a better offensive line. They have a better group of receivers, especially now that uh, Mari Cooper is no longer there. Michael yep. Gallup is coming off of uh, a major injury. Cedric Wilson left to go to Miami. He, Ced- was, a, he was their slot guy last year. Um, and then you look at the running game. So with running games, it's tough. If you want to say just running backs, the Cowboys have a be- better running backs. But if you look at a better running game, Eagles. I think the Eagles have a better running game. Then you look on the defensive side of the ball. I'll say this about Diggs. He obviously had a great year last year. He also gave up the most receiving yards, I think, of any cornerback in, in the NFL. Feast or famine corner. Interceptions, as Darius Slay knows, can be pretty hit or miss, right? Like, But what Darius Slay does is he shuts his guy down every week, so it doesn't really matter if he's not getting interceptions. I think that Diggs is potentially set for a step back next year. Mm-hmm. So I think the Cowboys, and you add in the fact that no team's repeated in whatever it is, 16 years— I do think the Eagles are going to win the division. They, I think they also generated the most turnovers to the Cowboys last year, and that's not usually a yes, stat that Yes, that doesn't sticks. follow yeah, year to year. No. Now, you know, is Jack ready to give the Eagles some credit here? I mean, I heard Jack the other day, was, what, eight wins had him at? Eight? You ready to raise that number? Yeah, this might get him up to nine. Oh, you know, look at you, I think he's worth it. It's good. It, nine last year. So the same as last year. Yeah, they got Reddick and they got they got Bradbury. Yeah, again, yeah. once everyone's expectations start getting raised around here, then I start to get a little little worried. Jack, Jack's here to, to reel everybody in. Well, yeah, like, listen, I, there, he did get cut. Right. I mean, James Bradbury did. Yeah, I mean, he's on a team who was like $30 million For over financial the financial Yeah, sure. He also wasn't as good last year. I'm excited. Like, like the fact that we had, to, we had to slog through millions of bad quarterbacks here, and we're walking into the best quarterback tandem, obviously, since Lito and Sheldon, but I actually think these guys are better than them. Like, I would put them up there with Bobby and, and Troy rather than, than those two guys. Like, I think Slay— Well, Slay is certainly— Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's it's exciting. And, and honestly, the, the thing that I— start realizing and, and frankly being proud of Howie for is like he consistently goes for it. And like isn't always. that what we want in our general managers is is to go for it and be yeah. aggressive and they're always gonna go for it. And I appreciate that. I was worried about him post Super Bowl being able to have that competitive fire. He still has that competitive fire. So good for Howie. I, I just think and, and for all the Howie people out there don't like him and I know that there's a lot out there like they were dead to. They were four eleven and one. Most people thought they were five years away from being relevant. Like we're having a discussion now of if, if the quarterback that was drafted that year has to win a playoff game to keep yeah. his job. That's that's a good discussion. It is amazing how quickly it turned around. I remember if you think back to what we were saying when they fired Doug and traded Carson, it was a lot of like this team's not going to compete for a long time. Yep. They have no young blue chip talent. Now you look and it's like Devontae, Goddard, A.J. Brown on the defensive side of the ball. Josh Sweat, I'm, I feel bad saying this, was a Pro Bowl player. It's a bit of a, a cop-out, but he was a Pro Listen, Bowl a player. label's a label. A label's a label. Like, they do have more young talent over these last two years, I really think. Landon Dickerson, Jordan Mailata, like, a lot of young talent, especially on offense, that they didn't have two years ago. Speaking of the Howie fan club, Mad Mike, King of Prussia. Let's see if he's ready to give it up to Howie. What's up, Mike? 
Hey, how you doing today? Good, Mike. What's up? So here's the thing, right? Um, are we ready to uh, throw out Dream Team here? I dare somebody to say Dream. Team. Well, you're the one that's going to do it. You're going to say it. Yeah. There's a, that'll be the uh, the overall jinx of it all. But um, here's here's the thing. I I think that I really hope the Eagles and the front office actually pay attention to what Jalen does this year. So they they win a bunch of games in the regular season, but it's because Jalen's running a bunch. I don't want them to bring him back then. Like there's there's got to be really good analysis of how this happens. If Jalen and the team run a bunch and they they win nine ten games and get into the playoffs, like that's not good enough. Like you have to see him play as a quarterback, not as a running back. So good news is I do think they're going to pay attention how Jalen plays. I think <laughs> should, that's a, a safe assumption. They're going to do some analysis of that. But, but to go to your point, Mike, I I do think how he plays is. Like for the future and for paying him, it matters more than just wins and losses. Like Elliot's point about if he wins a playoff game, he's back. You know, he you know whether he's back or not. Like I, I'm with you in that he's got to improve. Otherwise, even if they win a playoff game, I'm not sure that's you know they're going to pay him. Like it's about his internal improvement. And, and I don't. I think they're they're. This is more like all right, Jalen. Here you go. Either put up or you're out. Because I can't have a. He's not even Lamar Jackson level of running, and Lamar Jackson's not good enough in this league. So if he can't do that, and we already know he really can't throw it, uh, I, I, I need to see a, a huge leap forward in quarterbacking skills. I just can't have a guy running around trying to win games. Yeah, Mike, and, and I, I don't know that he can't throw it. I mean, Yeah, I, I was going to say I disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, so he had a 61% completion percentage, and that needs to be higher. I mean, I think we'd all everyone would agree that needs to be higher, but – I just, Elliot, I go back to every year of his career since he was at Alabama. He gets a little bit better as a core. I, I always say the first time I watched him play in Alabama, I thought he was a running back. I was mm-hmm. like, this guy can't throw the football. And I'm like, now he's a starting quarterback for a winning team in the NFL. Well, you look at what he did at Oklahoma, too. I right. mean, he had, I, I think Pro Football Focus had him as either the first or second most accurate co- in that year's quarterback class. Um, I won't be surprised if he gets close to 65% completion. Like, I, I don't know if uh, he's probably never going to be 70, right? One of those guys that's 72, like, you know, most accurate quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But if, if he runs and he's at 65, like, they're going to win a lot of football well, the games. The thing I can't tell with Jalen is, is there were certainly some missed throws. Like, I think a lot about the throw, I think it was against the Chargers where Goddard was open. I think it was third down early on in the game. Remember, yes. he overthrew him. He actually played well the rest of that game, but that was a bad miss. So, yep. misses like that, he had a miss of Zach Ertz in the San Francisco game. Like, those things can't happen. But when I think of Jalen overall last year, I don't think of a lot of missed throws. I just think of a lot of times where he didn't throw it. So I think he can be an accurate passer. I do think he has a good arm. With Jalen, I think I think about this with Tom Brady. People go, he's seen everything. Well, it's because he's seen everything. Literally. He's, he's, literally. Exactly. Like he's had a lot of experience to see everything. So I think a full year of starter starting under his belt is going to help Jalen next year just be able to read defenses because he has only started you know, 18, 19 games or whatever it is. So the arm itself to me isn't the, the issue. The issue is he just needs more experience. Yeah, and I also will see, and you know, Wade brought it up. What what is needed from him this year in terms of like how many? If this defense is good, and it might be pretty good now. With well, they Bradbury. were really good last year too. Yeah, well, they were good last year. I mean, they were top ten before I know, that Dallas. Game. But like they, but against good well, offenses. Look who they're playing this year. Well, again, they're not. But last year they played what five or six elite quarterbacks. They got torched. They almost got every torched. Time. Yeah. This year they only have like maybe one Roger, on the schedule. It's Rogers. Depends how you want to define Dak and Kirk, Kyler, Kirk Cousins, Kyler, and then Trevor Lawrence is. A little interesting. Right, but as of now, I think it was only one. 
Yeah, Rodgers is the only one you would point to and say. Yeah, I, I mean, like I, I don't need Jalen to put up a you know four thousand yards passing and and have MVP numbers. Like I, if he's playing better and they're winning, everyone's going to be happy. Yeah, and that's what I was going to push back on. Like I'm a big quarterback win loss guy. Just my preference. I know some people don't don't fall under that umbrella. Obviously, you want to see J- see Jalen improve clearly. But if they're winning, if they make the playoffs for a second year in a row and they win a playoff game, I don't really, frankly, really care how they do it. Like, obviously, I guess it's easier to win throwing the ball, so that's how you'd want to see them do it. But if if he's moving the offense and, and staying healthy, then I'm okay with moving it however they have Well, to. the healthy part is a big one because I, I do worry about his durability. He's got to stay healthy this year uh, along with winning football games. Tyrone is in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Tyrone? Hey, Tyrone. Hey, how – yeah, how was the uh, yacht ride down there? Oh, the yacht was great, man. Did the you get on a yacht? A, I did get on a yacht. Me and wow. my friends got a yacht. Uh, you know, ha, ha, did a little drinking out in the sun. I got a little tan. It was a, uh, it was a lot of fun. Ooh boy. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Like you had a ball, but yeah, congratulations on all of that. But uh, but but yeah, listening to you guys, um, I'm thinking that uh, last year, do you think that the Eagles were a victim of their lack of ability to stop people? in critical situations with the pass because they played a soft zone and the fact that they, they didn't really have a pass rush. They were like in the bottom third of the league. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if you can't score on top of you can't stop in your opponent, that's that's the rest of the people. Yeah, well, I mean, they, yeah, they certainly had an issue. They couldn't get to the quarterback last year, Tyron. I think they were second to last in sacks. They well, it was were interesting. Bad. I think they were near the top of the league in pass rush win rate. So they did actually win at the line of scrimmage. But I think to where Tyrone's going, the coverage was a little far off, yeah. which makes it tougher to get to the quarterback when he can just, you know, get it out really quick. And then they only have about, like, less than a, around a dozen sacks last year far from their line for the DNs and everything in the line. Yeah, the defensive line stunk. Yeah, it wasn't good enough. And I think as they've added additional talent, particularly with uh with Hassan Reddick, hopefully, and with what's his name to come back, or hopefully, and with uh, what's his name Davion Taylor, hopefully with the speed that they possess, that they can create a pass rush from the linebacking core, and with the addition of this uh, corner, they can also be a better coverage team, particularly in that zone that they play sometimes. Yeah, well, I, I think they can. And Tyrone, we appreciate. I mean, Elliot, it's interesting. You know, we, we're going to spend so much time this summer on like, are they going to throw the ball more? How mm-hmm. much more are they going to throw with Jalen and all that? I I always wondered last year how much of the switch they made in you know their offense was okay. We're not throwing the ball well enough. We're we're better running. The other part I, I always wondered was like, hey, we can't get off the field on defense. Yeah. If we run the ball sixty percent of the time, that's going to shorten the game. We're going to keep our defense off the field. Like if this defense is good. I think I think it's just natural to throw more because they won't feel like they have to protect their defense so much. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I, I do believe they stopped throwing it as much because they were not doing it well. It was like, inefficient. I, that, was, yeah. that was a big well, part of it. Well, it was three and it. out. They're off the field. Like, just yeah. three incompletions out. And the thing this year with Gannon is, last year I felt there was a legitimate excuse to be made against really good quarterbacks. A, it's just really hard to stop really good quarterbacks. Like, bottom line, that's why these guys make $40 million a year. That's why you want to hope Jalen turns into that because – Good offenses beat good defenses 80 or 90% well, of the time. Well, go to the playoff game that everyone keeps talking about three months later. Like, right. Sean McDermott's a good defensive mind. And they had the number one defense in the league. He had no shot against it, Mahomes. Exactly. So I, I think when you when you criticize Gannon for struggling against elite quarterbacks, my answer is find defensive coordinators that consistently shut down elite qu- quarterbacks. But also, I think personnel was an excuse for Gannon last year. Yeah. The defensive line, ultimately, a defensive coordinator is kind of just uh, – you know, beholden to how well the defensive line plays. Like, that's kind of what it comes down to. 
but also they didn't have great cornerback play at the number two spot. Their safeties weren't great. The linebackers were atrocious. Those excuses shouldn't be there this year. Like, Gannon has to show why he is viewed as a head coach candidate. Like, this should be a top-five defense. And he didn't feel feel like he had the personnel to play what he wanted to play. Look what they did. They want to do 3-4 stuff, right? If if not full-time, they want to play the 3-4. They didn't have those guys last year. No. It was a 4-3 defense. And now they do. With Jordan Davis, Hassan Reddick has played in that. So, yeah, I mean, the— the pressure is absolutely on Jalen, but the pressure is absolutely also on Gannon. Yeah, there's no question. Tom in Vancouver is up. What's up, Tom? Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? Tom, what up, man? Tom, Good to hear from hey, you. Hey, buddy. What's up? I was expecting to call in to speak with John Knight today, and I'm surprised with Philadelphia's only certified JG being on the phone. Yes, the only one that I think can use the JG nickname. That's right. I mean, the other JG's got to catch up, Tom. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, I think you sound great after your road trip. Thank and you. I've got to say, man, Ooh. the guy who replaced you on Go Birds, he was insulting the Marks and Reese Go Birds callers, and that includes even Justin from Tennessee. Wow. Don't worry. I, I listened, and there won't be many more Jack Fillins. Don't worry. If he's going to insult the callers, not sure I can have him taking my seat. All right. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Now, I do have an announcement to make, though, and that's that this is no longer the delayed gratification season. Yes. The Eagles, the Eagles. I think now with this signing, they have a legitimate shot to be the division title champion. Tom, the They're rebuild is over. The rebuild is over. The one that started two years ago, it's over. We don't use that retooling or re, you know, rebuilding word anymore. The Eagles are a legitimate team now. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very impressed. And I don't think it's fair to judge uh, Howie based on what the uh, performance at the end of the day is. Because you can only you can only control so many things, and the moves he's made make a lot of sense. It's an interesting point. Uh, I I do think there is a lot of truth to that. Ultimately, the bottom line is it's a bottom line business, and the team has to be good for Howie to get credit. But you are right that like with Nicobe Dean, we all understood that move. The AJ Brown, we yeah. all understood that. So he still absolutely has to have the pressure of these moves working out. But you're right. I mean, now the the buck is passed to Sirianni and Gannon and Hertz and, and those guys. Okay, so i got one last point, and that is what makes me most optimistic about the season. And, in fact, it's that this move makes me feel as though the front office actually does have faith in Hurts because they signed that one year, that $10 million deal. Yeah, and that, Tom, it, it brings me back, and I pre- we appreciate the call, it brings me back to the Alshon move in 2017. Like, mm-hmm. it showed, like, we think if we put players around this quarterback, he could take a big leap, obviously, to Carson Wentz did in 2017, and the team turned out to be excellent with a second-year coach. And it, it's funny – we we listen to every word these GMs say. Every time Howie speaks, we listen, we talk, we react. Yeah. All these guys, they all lie. Yeah, and, and that's their jobs. Lie. Like Howie, when was it? it? Was the owners' meetings? But one of these times, remember the combine? Basically, said they're not all in. Right? They're they, you know, it's not a. We're trying to win the Super Bowl this year. Whatever. How, how much they love Quez and yeah. Tay Gowan and all these guys. These are lies. Remember those days. These are lies. Yeah. I was like, oh, Quez is our number two. Everything's fine. Well, we, it's it's only April. No need to worry about like all the things we're doing. Yep. We're, it's a transition. Year. I also love the whole. Well, if we bring in these free agents, all the young guys we like aren't going to get snaps. Like if we bring in a receiver, who's gonna? How are we gonna throw Quez the ball? If we bring in a cornerback, how's Zach McPherson gonna play? Well, I don't think uh, in actuality they ended up being too concerned about that. No. See, the, the lies GMs say, we all believe them or, or don't believe them, except if they're about a player you like. Like, I believe them when they say they like Joe and Hurts. Absolutely. Yeah. It's as if you want to believe it or not. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. it's choose your own life. Sean is up on WIP. Hey, Sean. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, what Sean. Up, Sean. What's up? Yeah, Elliot, how's those bruises healing? 
Dude, let me tell you. I don't know hurt? if I told you this story, Jillio. My entire <laughs> left side, maybe I'll save this for after the break, but my entire left side of my body is completely bruised. Did you fall off the yacht? No, I couldn't get back on the yacht. I I, I was not strong <laughs> enough to pull myself up the rope, so the two workers had to like pull me wait, up. Wait a second. Like I've never been on a yacht. Are, do they all well, have come ropes. On, up up your game. They man. all have yeah. ropes or ladders or steps. So it's yeah, it was like a rope situation on the side where I was pulling myself up and I, I like couldn't. How you say do a it. rope situation? Like people have these every day. Like, yeah, I just said it was in a it was rope a, situation. A little, one of those little rope situations. Yeah, like you're back in uh, elementary school. Exactly. I haven't been on a rope in 30 years. Yeah, I don't know if you'd be able to get up the boat. I but, don't know about that. Yeah. So anyway. My body like bounced against the yacht a bunch of times, and now like my whole left side is bruised. I would tweet it out if it wasn't so upsetting. There's video? People. No, there's a picture of my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're bruised. Yeah. I thought there's video of you trying to get on the boat. Oh, All no, right. thank God there was. Sean, that. what are you thinking here? So I just wanted to give Howie Roseman a lot of praise because I have admittedly been like hating Howie like for the past couple of years. I wanted his job to be gone. Like I wanted him fired and everything. This off season, I mean. I'm only 20, so I haven't seen a ton of Eagles off-seasons, but is this not one of the best Eagles off-seasons in their franchise history? You know, it's hard. We were talking about this before the show. You would look at 2017 and say that was a pretty good one in terms of what it turned out to be. But, but we didn't know. Just with adding talent, like it, it's probably the best of Howie's. A lot of Howie's moves are collecting like draft picks and stuff like that. In terms of just adding elite talent, I think – it's certainly up there. Well, like you can make the case last year was a good one, Sean, getting the Miami pick, getting yeah. the Colts pick. But those are like they're not as fun as getting A.J. Brown, as getting yeah. Yeah, Bradbury. Like look what Elliott said, like just adding legitimate talent that makes the team a lot better right away. It, this is one of the best ones he's had. Yep. Right. And then I had one more question for you guys. So um, do you think that Jalen Hurts would kind of take the Tom Brady approach when it comes to um, – his new contract that he'd take like a more team friendly deal and not try to get that $40 million contract. I think it's int- an interesting question. Like and Sean, I, I can't speak for him. I don't know what his agent, if I'm his agent, we're trying, I'm trying to get every dollar yeah, I, I mean, can get. Jalen should take every dollar he can get. If, if he, you know, if good enough this year, they win a playoff game. He should try to get every dollar he can get. He also is on a second year, uh, a second round contract. That's a little different. Brady only started taking less money, you know, eight years into his career when he already had a few big deals. I do think it is interesting after the season. Let's say they do win a playoff game, right? And he has a good year, but, like, he's not an actual MVP candidate. Good year, they win, mm. they win a playoff game. And I, I just I wonder if he would take – like, there's no – quarterbacks don't take mid-tier money anymore. It's either, yeah. like, you get 45 or $50 million or you stink. Well, and the other – they don't pay you. The other question is, would I think, would Jalen hold out? I think that's the more interesting question. If, if Jalen has a – they win a playoff game – you know, he has a good enough year, however you want to define that. And the Eagles are like, no, I think we're going to wait a year. Will he hold out? I doubt it. I, if I had to guess, this this would play out more like Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins, where it's like, all right. Did Dak ever hold out, though? No. I don't think he And had, not even prior to his fourth year? I don't think so. But they both went to the franchise tag. They were like, oh, you don't want to pay me? You're going to have to pay me that. Right, but that means that Dak would have played a fourth year on, like, making, you know, $800,000 or whatever it was. Yeah. Which I, is absurd. I, I, I mean, know. Mitchell Trubisky makes what fifteen million dollars or something yeah, like which that. Which is ridiculous. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop board. We got a lot to talk about here. The Bradbury signing. Your reaction. We're very excited here as the Eagles land uh, a guy that's still a good cornerback in the NFL. And then Jalen Hurts. Now that he is here. Now that Jalen Hurts is is here with this team around him. Elliott thinks he has to win a playoff game to be the Eagles quarterback in 2023. I disagree. I think that's too high of a bar. On the other side, we'll add to that with, look, there's one member of the Eagles we mentioned today that now has a really immense pressure on them. Do we trust him to be able to handle this? We'll tell you who it is. It's not Jalen, and we'll talk about it next right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.